1: Recorded live.
2: And we
3: are so glad everybody's been on this call. It's been an exciting, wonderful program. And we are going to say our ho ho pono and we're going to end with a great hurrah and great enthusiasm and just give everyone that love and that hug from all of us to all of you out there. April Fool's. <laughs> we have had so much fun with this recording today. The recording never started. We got locked out of our conference call. Donaldson tried to get in, and he, he got into the chat room but couldn't get on the talking. And so we had to end up shutting off the whole program and rescheduling it. So it's been an adventuresome uh Wonderful thing to uh, say that we're on an April Fool's journey. It is really, really funny. So, guests too, we'd love to have you speak up and join us. We've had some adventure. What adventure have you had on April Fool's Day? I guess you're not going to tell us, huh? I just uh, got kicked up. Again, I'll call back. Okay.
2: Are you on? Thanks,
3: Donaldson. Yeah, Donaldson, but he's still on here. Per this, oh, you know, that's why guest two can't talk. Why? Guest two has got that funny thing. They don't have a phone thing. I don't know why that is.
2: Hang on, let me
3: see. Uh, Guest two,
2: can you hear
3: us? Can you please check as we are having offshoe problems? Greetings. Yeah, yeah. This one has a your one life to live has a phone in front of it, so you're on here. Yeah,
4: but that's
3: me. And, and guess too
1: neither of those work. Right. Well, I'm good now, Donaldson. Well, the reason why One Life to Live doesn't work is because I actually signed up for you for a talk show on a different um, on this phone number, right? But a different phone. So when I went and changed an account, I had a, I made a new account, right? Called One Life to Live. It kept my original number, right, and wouldn't let me, uh-huh. like, swap over the numbers. So, therefore, now I have two names when I'm in I'm in a chat room under one name and in <laughs> in the call under another one. Uh, it's weird. Yeah, I need to you basically to get in right the number. Wow.
4: Huh.
1: But I kind of like it because it is a little bit weird, like ambiguous, like, who is this? Who is one left to live right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is that masked man? Yes. With the, the gut, with the gut in his, with the gut in his hand.
3: Uh-oh. <laughs> it is, it is toasted,
1: And you guys are recording the call.
4: Mm -hmm. Yay!
1: (laughs) It did work, and it's good that you send out that quick message. Where were you when uh, when I interrupted with my not access?
2: we were talking about you, and we're not going to talk about you in front of you. Okay? (laughs) Well, that's rude.
1: That's just rude. I I know. It's
2: April Fool's Day. We can do whatever we want. Thank
1: you. (laughs) Actually, I've heard being talked about in front of me. Wait, where?
2: The devil came out of my refrigerator again, my freezer. And I I have my bed up against it so it can't come out. And I found out it was coming out the back of the freezer. The devil? And that's my entity. And the we devil. Were well, it's not the devil. It's an entity though, and we fly around my room. I'm not sure whether it's a good entity or a bad entity. Some days it's good, some days it's bad. We don't know yet. <laughs> <Doing> it <fine. laughs> it's it's sign. That sounds out of by. Hey, no airplane trails in the sky yet. All blue. Oh, fine light.
1: This guy. what's new in the world of health and wellness in the golden age
4: many
3: things we've gotten some uh good reports on things we had a um oh what how did that go it was about um oh it just totally went my left my mind uh
1: it happens. It's April Fool's Day. This is Donaldson's analysis coming to you live from the underground bar station. the underground station. Until I gather my thoughts, I'll sing a song. Uh-oh. The song. I'm back. I'm I'm back.
3: Okay. Still, the thing that we've learned? there is so much going on. Uh, what was it? We started talking about a um, a bug. Colin, what was that bug that you and Patty were bringing up? Oh, about? the bat
2: disease. No? So the what
3: disease again?
2: The disease with the bats.
3: Oh, yeah, the bats. And the fact that the bats are, going, are getting eliminated. But the real telling point that Patty brought up was the bats eat the insects, and what's coming up from South America is mosquitoes that are supposed to make you lose your pregnancy. Now, I know every one of you guys, when you get pregnant, you're (laughs) going to possibly lose your pregnancy, so you've got to hang in there, get emotional help, and see if it'll work for you, okay? Okay. Uh, and the My
4: baby.
2: Your baby, your baby. That's exactly right. It's <laughs> called white nose syndrome. That white nose batons. syndrome. Oh, I already okay. have that. Okay, it's a fungus. It's a fungus and it's a fungus. And it's a fungus.
3: There was a teacher that came to school the other day. And I'm I almost said it and I want you to know I control myself barely. Mm. And um she had had cancer on her nose and she was she had all this uh bandage on and everything and I wanted to say so badly, I wanted to say, Where did you stick your nose that you shouldn't have? <laughs>
4: <Aww>. <laughs> but I
3: was a good girl and I didn't yeah. do that.
4: Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, it's not fun. That's it's funny. Really
3: that is hilarious. <laughs> I know. And it wasn't April Fool's,
4: so I was able to be very good. Be... Trains. <laughs> Yay.
0: Okay.
3: Trey Gowdy. Trey Gowdy is a guy here in South Carolina that is moving his buttocks. Too so that he becomes another a future presidential candidate because he's such a good guy. He is such a, huh, I won't go into it, but he is not a good guy.
4: Hey,
1: Wonder, I have a question. You know, th- that would mean yep. that he has, doesn't he have to expatriate in order to become president of the United States?
3: that might be a very good point to bring up to all these fools yes expat and all the rest of it
1: you know well that's what I've actually read that the Secretary of State has to expatriate in order to become Secretary of of the State that, that they're in because it would be a conflict of interest if they were a state citizen and also a US citizen acting as Secretary of the State. Isn't that you know?
3: Mm-hmm. And most of them won't do it. And I've got a book on um oh what's his name? Uh, that's our Secretary of State now. I'm go- I'm walking out to get the book. Wow. It's it's John Kerry? It Kerry? And this is a book written by His fellow sailors, when he was in Vietnam, unfit for command. And it talks about the swift boat veterans speak out against John Kerry. He was four months in the military. And he did everything to avoid combat. He supposedly got a... um, what do you call it, uh, a medal of honor for, under, for being under fire. And they're going, none of them got anything, and they didn't even know what fire he was under, enemy fire he was under, because none of them saw it or whatever happened was his own carelessness. So, I mean, he's, he's a liar cheating a thief, and that's, that's the sad part of it. The very sad part of it, you know, and they, they're having him as our Secretary of State. Oh.
1: Well, what's interesting, those, okay, if you expatriate, are you really my representative?
3: Correct. That's the next question. Because who I are you it... representing if you're an expat? And that's why we're even bringing up the dual citizens, because so many of the dual citizens... What country are you representing? They're not representing any country if they're dual citizens. It's a very, very phenomenal point of issue here.
1: So. Well, one thing is that United States citizenship was established, right, for the slaves, freed slaves, so they could basically go state to state without having to worry about being hated on by anybody. okay so the United States citizenship created by the Fourteenth Amendment and also pre- um, previous case law, Judge Scott, for example was to create a, another class of person. so you know it's it's as you all know it's it's, it's confusing mind screw you know it's, but but at the same time um you know I, I do believe that uh that people when they wake up to realizing that real common law right would be not as desirable as a civil society then maybe they'll make a different choice you know uh as far as you know the the choice to go out study and learn what real common law is because if you watch some of these videos um out there in um, like um like africa right videos on youtube right uh, regarding people in haiti right who uh basically literally um murder or kill under common law right take justice into their own hands and they just murder people you know because hey someone someone accused this person of such and such right no proof, but just an accusation. So under common law, everyone gets to stone or, or burn to death this person.
3: Well, you're saying, Katie, isn't that interesting because that's what the uh, uh, is it Muslims that are doing it? Because that's what i would heard they do. Is their is Sharia law?
1: No, I, I think it's, it's more than just Muslims. I think. I think it just has to do with people of a community. Who, if you like, if you if there's a rapist in your community, and you ever, and you catch him, you know, or you know, it's a murderer, or you know, a child molester or something, you know, ultimately people are going to want vengeance right then at that, and, and not have to let this dude go through the court system. So that's a real common law. Civil law is where we go into court systems and we're acting civilized to. To make sure that everyone has, you know, their peace and Q's about them, and no one gets hurt, you know, and he gets his due due, due punishment, he or she gets her due due punishment, but they don't have to deal with the common law, you know, with respect to people's people's judgments. Really, it'll be judgment by the whole instead of judgment by the. Um, by the individual people. See, there's a common law of the individual and a common law of the whole, right?
3: Well, the common law of the whole is what they were actually procreating or promulgating insofar as uh, having people learn about it. In the original common law that was used here in the colonies, it was extremely cruel. And I do agree with you on that point because the um, the uh, people were put in stocks. They were put into other kinds of uh, really unjust type of uh, enclosures, and that's where uh, Patrick Henry found the injustice and uh he said and his last lines were give me liberty or give me death but when you read his entire entire speech he's talking about the uh the uncivil way in which the um the punished person was being um actually harmed beyond the need for what he had done. It was excessive.
1: Yeah, like, I think there's this, I forget the name of it, but there's this, like, block of wood or whatever that they can, like, they they lean you over. <laughs> I won't go into details, but uh, it's got a sharp point on one end. <laughs> Amazing.
3: Well, they've got about 30,000 guillotines, here in the country, supposedly. That's what you're talking about. I'm going to call it what it is. And um, those guillotines are being out, put out there so that supposedly we're, we're, it looks like we're going to have a French Revolution but because the guillotine killed a lot of innocent people. And it was on the premise you talked about, which was he looked at me wrong, he dies. And when you read the Tale of Two Cities, that, and uh, I think that was by Stevenson, it was very interesting how uh, he delineated how they chose people. If you didn't say it right, I mean, a lot of innocent people died. And, and this, this is, mean,
1: no, this is a confusion, right, because you have... Is it on the massive scale on the like kingship, like he does this to everybody, or was it only done on the local level? You see, because that's if if you think about it, our country in the original, even today, still maintains that integrity, where you know it's now on the local level where you're going to really experience. The abuse, you know, if you know your law, that's it. That's all I'm saying is if you know your law, you know, then you really understand that it's it's circumvention of the state law and of the United States guarantees that the local municipalities are actually doing. That's causing so much frustration to uh, everybody that's in their community there. And
3: that's true because it is the frustration within the community and people's ignorance. Um and've
1: we've, we've gotta the so so when we talk about you know like the trans- transforming transformation you know of the you know moving from um state being the um torturer right to to the local government being the torturer. You know, then that doesn't go noticed. We have some issues, you know. People think it's all lollygag, you know, candy land, you know, out here. But um, if they let no, things go, what they're going to... do.
4: they're
1: it differently. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's, it's, it's yeah. really interesting how, how what what I find to be really, really um, important, but being overlooked by very many people in the movement for freedom is um home rule, right? the policy the doctrine of home rule, and also this localism, okay uh, and the autonomy associated with cities and counties when they have a charter, not under the state legislation. In other words, the state can ch- allow for a charter corporation or like city or county, right? but it doesn't have to be chartered. The, 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 the county or city can actually be established under the state legislature. Did you guys know that a city or a county can actually incorporate and have a, and create its own charter without approval of the legislature of whatever state you're in?
3: Well, I looked that up for here in Spartanburg, and I saw their charter, and they did have to in South Carolina. They had to go to the legislator to get their incorporation.
1: Okay, so that may not be the same across the state. That's the
3: problem.
1: Well, there's another point there you're bringing up. Good point, Wonder. because if that's the case, how then? uh, So we have no choice but to be United States citizens? You mean I can't be a state citizen and still have the right to travel from state to state? freely. I have to go to all these each state is its own country and I have to basically know the know the laws of that whole that whole country in order to, 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 to live free. That's not that's not how you know, ultimately that's that's not how the founding fathers envisioned this country, especially in the articles of Confederation. You know what I mean? Um so it's interesting
3: that with what they're trying to push today about having the passport, that you need a passport to get on a plane to fly interstate, is very interesting in how much that very idea will spread and create the friction to be able to drive from state, pardon me, travel from state to state and get to where you want to go because this is a very, very um, ambiguous position because, again, going back to what our guy out in uh, Oregon said from his own research, we are a very ignorant people. On what is really going on around us and we need to to tap in and get wise
1: and turning into what how do we get from your point A to point B won't always be as 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 easy as we think it is is especially if you start studying law you want to start to understand that um, you, we have the right to to move around because we were born with inalienable rights. It has nothing to do with what government gave me. Even though gov even though the constitutions confirm and guarantee my liberty, freedom of movement, right? Nowhere does it say I have to be a freaking U.S. citizen to travel around okay, in order to well, get that free, that freedom of movement. You know,
3: and, and right, so though, what you're saying yeah. is very important. Because of the fact that a foreigner has more freedom in this country than you and I do.
1: Right. Uh, well, that makes go go into that into some deep. Can you?
3: Yeah. Because when you get a passport or come in as a um, a foreign alien now. Granted, back in the uh, uh, older days, let's put it that way, you had to show that you were sponsored by someone here, and these were the actual immigration laws at the time. You had to have someone that actually sponsored you to come in and was able to provide your welfare until you got on your feet, et cetera, et cetera, and what we're finding today is that many people are able to travel around this country without ever being stopped without. And if they get stopped and they've got a foreign license, they actually have more free access than you and I do. Because if we have our driver's license, we can be thrown in jail wherever they get you and that's the point I'm raising in so far as where is it that we crossed over from being a uh, a, the chattel to the actual um,
1: Mm. I think it comes down to martial law never having been rescinded in this country. Correct. And that that they never actually did away with it means that foreigners can come here and be treated with immunity but everyone that's living here is treated like a fucking enemy. For real. Well,
3: because we are foreign we are a foreign entity in our own country just for what he said by by being under martial law and with being under martial law, we have no freedoms here.
1: Right. right.
4: Uh,
1: It's a constant state of emergency. We talked about that, right?
4: Absolutely.
1: Go ahead.
3: Well, when you're saying constant, it's true because of the fact that all of these mandates that all these presidents have put on have been purely for the the point of curtailing our ability. And that started a great deal when um, our loving Franklin Delano Roosevelt put in that we the Trading with the Enemy Act compounded. Compounding means he made it so that none of us, really had rights in this country anymore. And those rights were taken in in March of 1933 when he closed the banks, declared that we were um, trading with the enemy and the people in this country were the enemy. And that's where we have had our hand-tied and our knowledge-tied and why the manipulation has gone on to such a quantity of, um, how do you say it, <coughs> deprivation that we still are trying to figure out and, and also have di- been revealed. Go ahead.
1: And also disinformation, because disinformation. It, you know, through right. not informing the people about the truth, you're treating them like enemies. Come on, if you love your people, why would you tell them? Why would you misinform them? Why send out a bunch of misinformation? You have citizens and people that are loyal. You know what I'm saying? Too, and it leads to a specific political political body. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to um, make those people the enemy, unless, right? Unless there was a group of people in power that were trying to, uh, you know, utilize this state of emergency in order to, to, to benefit to grant, you know, themselves, you know, and that's, that's really what we're seeing is this, this constant and even JSK talked about it. Right. Uh, Hoover, I think Hoover talked about it, right? Not Hoover.
4: Uh, uh
1: what's his name? Wilson.
3: Wilson finally chatted at the end of his term that he had betrayed us totally. With the Federal Reserve, and he had been duped. Go ahead.
1: Well, that's why I was thinking, like, with with home rule, where that comes in, like, constitutional law, right, plays a part in it. But there's also a little bit of autonomy, you know, that aspect of it, the autonomy aspect of it, of the local government, you know. So any claim being made by somebody is going to happen at the local level, right? And then they're saying you're claiming a, autonomy under, uh, you know, under law by the, that's authorized by the state, and, and they're saying that basically because of these incentive programs, right, that they're going to follow federal law for federal citizens, because, you know, understand this, guys, state citizens are not the same thing as federal citizens. It doesn't. Yeah. That's why the that's why the Constitution the distinguishes between. Well, the difference is because a state citizen is someone that was basically born, birthed, right? Uh, came out the knapsack in, in, in on the territory in the on the land known as whatever the state is, and that state would be the state of the Union, right? The political body you know i mean of the united states in other words the union states coming together oh god this noise is gnarly it's so noisy but anyway uh, and that the, the citizen of the united states is a citizen that has access in every single state and doesn't have to necessarily worry about um, you know the different laws in the different states because they're going to get equal protection in every state that's why I'm saying people don't have the right to travel. We thought we did, but I think we were lied to about that, and that was part of the misinformation. That, like, Think about this. Do you have the right right now to travel into Russia on your own without the permission of the United States or anyone else? Hell no. Oh, you have to you have
3: know. your visa, you have to have all the other paperwork and crap that they want you to have. That's
1: right. And did you know that Russia is a state?
3: Why are they a state
1: when they are Russia called is a state? Country? It's a state. Why? Just like any country is a state. It's a political body. The United States is a state. Even even okay, but there's even though it's made up of states, right? But Russia itself is a state because it has its own territory. Now other there's other countries that can be a part of, of the USSR but Russia itself is a state so that's why it's important to remember that the United States is not a state the United States is a bunch of states coming together right so
4: to
1: to have a citizenship of the United States right is something that was guaranteed by the founding fathers from the Articles of Confederation but also through the inalienable rights attributed from the Declaration of Independence but also by God the creator, you know, just like, I mean, we should have the ability to move away from an enemy if we feel threatened, you know, period. But point being that the state you're in, right, is its own nation. It is a freaking country. It's a nation. And that's what a state is. So we do not have the right to travel freely between the states unless we're U.S. citizens. How's that?
3: And where does that really say? unless because we've only been using the terminology travel in the last, and I'm going to say uh, two to three years that we've really incorporated the terminology of travel rather than driving. So where, where are you getting this information
1: Well, there's a case out of California from 2012 where a California truck owner had made the claim that he was one of the people of each state. And the determination, the finding of the judge was that he was not one of the people of the state, of each state, because California was not one of the states as defined in the Articles of Confederation because California was not even admitted into the Union until after the Articles of Confederation. So therefore... And the
3: Articles of Confederation were
4: what year?
1: Okay, (laughs) that's a good point. Uh, Articles of Confederation, I believe, were right around uh, 1773 to
2: 1775,
1: I believe. So it was only the colonies that were
3: in the Confederation. We had no add on six quote unquote states added to the union until well into the 18, well, the beginning of 1800s or late 1700s. Yeah, 1777. It was not well to, uh, the, uh, into, um, Oh, up into the Northwest Territory to get that territory because it still belonged to the um, to the French Louisiana territory was all part of the French, and i'd just gotten a map that I thought was extremely interesting for my friend Amin down in Columbia, South Carolina. And it was showing the territories, how the territories were actually laid out in the time of the counties uh, pardon, me, pardon me the colonies and the beginning of the states going west. They were
4: huge
3: territories, like this, uh, the colony of Virginia included Kentucky, parts of Indiana, parts of Ohio, parts of, um, I think that was about it, those three states. And when they started breaking off into states, they were still called a territory.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. You just showed me something huge. I just thought about this. You know what local zoning is?
3: Well, local zoning applies supposedly to how and what you can build in a certain area.
1: Right. But zones are also having to do with, uh, uh, I believe, the actual uh, territory also of the district courts. Zones, you know, like where the jurisdiction of the county seat will will extend. We've
3: got to look at that a little bit broader. What actually happened was the issue of of all of the United States was divided into zones uh, for the purpose of phone calls, then for zip codes, then for, I think there was, no it was all military. It was all of those zones. There are 10 zones across this country, and that did not start. if I'm And I'm wobbly on the date, but it did not start really until the Second World War or the end of the Second World War. And that's where we're talking about the military complex that um, Eisenhower brought up. And Kennedy brought
1: up. And the re- the reason why I brought it up though was because if you don't mind um, the that I believe that maybe the federal zoning right was was, was happening even as the you know as the United States ex- as the people presumably expanded west, right? Who what people were doing that? What was the main drive driving people to? imperialism when it was more about freedom and just being free from the, the rules of the, you know, the, of the king and the tariffs and things like that, you know, the unjust treatment by the, you know, someone overseas. So,
3: well, you have to, well, I, see, I think you're, you're confusing your history.
1: I don't know. I don't know if I am. I'm just saying, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm trying to think of, I'm, I'm thinking of a way to, another way to describe, the expansion of these states and why do we have 50 territory 50 states you know in the sense it we have an original 13 right but why 50 and okay so just because california now has entered into the union right it's on an equal footing of the original states right is that a state with a capital s or a lower s lowercase s because that would make a big difference because, you know, in the Internal Revenue Code, state means the state of the United States. But several states is something different. But if it says several states, it's talking about the ones that have the ability to be severed from the, the actual union if they choose to. Several states. And so we are, as California, because we asked to be into the union, we're a several state. But the original states are not.
3: Well, again, you're lumping. The colonies were the ones that fought the British. Then they began to go, people began to go west. Why did they go west? Because there was more space. And that's when you had all the Indian wars. And the main drive of those Indian wars was land grabbing. And... Everything that you're saying is indicative of the pollution of humanity on this country because no one owned the land, so the grand, land grabbers wanted everything. And that's why you had such a drive. Many of those states, whether the territories got broken up into states. I'll send you the map, everyone, that uh, I means stands, And you will be and they did a wonderful overlay of what state shapes were in came out of those territories. Because we were all territories. You're absolutely right, Donaldson. Everything was made of territory. The French were here before us, they uh, well, let me rephrase that. The French came in and took areas that we didn't have the Spanish came up from the south through Texas and California, and the Spanish were in Florida. So uh, there's been a lot of conquering quotes of this country that now, now. It, it was oh, kept as it was kept. Uh, pardon, it was kept as territories because they belonged to those different uh, countries.
1: So, Okay so when when California actually became a state before it became a state they made a treaty with the with the landowners right that lived here that were not part of the war Mexican American war and those landowners got to hold hold their land and keep their land and the, and the state could not actually come in and and try to like have eminent domain over that that land and there's a lot of different places in California actually that are under that treaty. The treaty is called Guadalupe, Hidalgo. Right, but
3: we never were in war in California with the Mexicans. It was totally a um, a takeover because I just finished a book that was done by Lewis and Moore called The Lonesome God. And it was all in this time frame that you're really yes. talking about. And the Mexican American wars were really with the Texas area California never had a war on it with the Mexicans the Mexicans had, they were called Californios and as Californios and that, all of California remember as all of us have studied in history was was actually quote unquote tamed by the missions that went up the, all along the uh, California links and um, They were extremely cruel, those missionaries were extremely cruel to the Indians and the people around there that were indigenous. And uh, the Mexicans thought they were above all all other things. And many of them got Anglicized by the amount of Anglos that came in to the areas of California, i.e. the gold rush i.e. the uh, fur trading, i.e. the different kinds of uh, of wildlife that was here. There was just a lot of stuff that brought people to California. Plus the ocean, the ships came with people, then the trains came. So um, California never was in a war. They were taken over. I guess it's about the only way I can uh, surmise it because... The the Mexicans were outnumbered, or the Spanish were outnumbered. So there was no real, um, how would you say, way that they would have ever won. So it's it's a very interesting book to have read. Just finished reading it last night to have kind of where you're coming from. However, when you're talking statehood, and you go just a little further east from you, where Colin lives in Nevada, we have found out since then that our illustrious uh, president, Lincoln, pushed through Nevada's statehood and pushed through, and Colin, you might be able to help me, another statehood so that he could get reelected in the election of nineteen of eighteen sixty four because he wanted to stay in and finish the war. And uh, were, there were a lot of territory a lot of territories that were turning into states because the people wanted more say so in what they had going on. And that's where statehood supposedly came from. Well and my only- wasn't there.
1: My only point for bringing it up was 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 to um, let everyone know that California was admitted into the union on an equal footing as as the original states. Now maybe Colin can help me clear this point up, right? Which original states is he talk? Are they talking about? Are they you know like are they talking about the colonies, right? Or because we know that state and low, uppercase and lowercase state is there a diff? Is there a real difference there? And and, and what was California entered into as a, you know, as one of the one of the uppercase states or lowercase states, Colin? Is he there?
3: Yeah, he's here. Colin, do you hear the question? Hey, I'm here. What's up? Okay it's asking whether or not you understand I, the difference between the lowercase
4: states.
1: Well, I'm not asking you the difference. What I'm asking is, when California was admitted into the Union as one of the, as on equal footing with the original states,
4: right?
1: What, which, which original states was it talking about? And, and, and that's my question.
4: The Original thirteen.
1: So, so that would mean that people that were, from, you know, born in California or whatever, or were citizens of California, could could travel free as free inhabitants of California could travel to and from any one of the other states of the Union, as long as they were not um, a minor, a vagabond, or a criminal. They were allowed to travel freely. All right. That's all. So we do have the right to travel, you know, I, I mean, I'm not really, I mean, it doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to figure this stuff out, you know, but um, so, you know, a lot of my goal is to hammer out the fucking, sorry about that, but the brass tacks, you know, so that way I can make sure everything is in line, you know, that way I'm, I'm looking at things in a logical manner, and so to sit here and say I have the right to travel when that that has a specific definition i say like, maybe i don't have the right to travel but i do have the, the, the right i have the right to free ingress and egress a regret ingress and egress i think a regress from between the states that's what i got because i mean california not because hey not because of god's gift Right, really if you think about it, but only really because California was admitted into the Union on equal footing as the original states. Okay? Because if you think about it in the real world, you can't just walk into any state. Go ahead.
3: One of the well see now you've defined state as a country as a state. In Europe now with the Euro and the uh the Euro um colony or whatever they call the thing now, uh, so they're going to have the euro dollar and uh, all that other stuff. They, they have all become states within that umbrella. And that's why Russia is called a, I, I don't know if they ever joined a euro, what do they call it? Um, what's euro- the name euro- that they call euro, what is it? The European Union. Yes. They never join I don't think they joined the European Union because they're still using the ruble. And all the others went to euros. What is interesting here in our country that we call America, and it's never been recognized as its own country, it's always been recognized as a... Um, it's never been recognized as a nation. It's been recognized only as a country. And what we've got going here is the manipulation of words for what you're having the problem. In California, they, they are the ones that actually started the drive for people to be able to travel, that their license was not a commercial. It was a right to travel, and by travel, we it means anywhere within the state and with uh, out of the state. The egress, as you're saying, the ingress is coming in, and e is exit. So there is a means for which each person is able to travel freely. And now they are attempting to put a curtail on it by having us have a passport if you fly. And you know how they progress in this corporation. If it's a passport for you to fly from state to state, then on commercial local flights, then they're going to make you have a passport to drive from state to state, which totally negates the point of why we united with a lower U, the states of the colonies and those that came after, so yep. that the commercial, the would be one. The,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
3: the commerce of weights and measures would be one so that everyone would have the same thing no matter where they lived within the multiple
0: states.
4: Well, this is what...
1: Okay, the states' rights issue is important to pay attention to, but I really believe that that's being turned against everyone, like you just said a second ago, because they're trying to... Like you said, they're possibly trying to have passports just to go out of the state right when when in fact and they're using this tense this idea that each state is sovereign now this is what i'm trying to say we have to be very freaking weary of this claim that each state is sovereign within its own right it's not sovereign guess what it's on an equal footing as the United States government. It is equally balanced in power as the U.S. government. All states, there's a balance of power in this country. Therefore, to have the United States federal government come in and act as border patrol for each state would be basically a violation of the Constitution and also of the idea, the original Founding Fathers concept of this country. But it sounds like that's the direction we're heading.
3: Well, I want to kind of refute one of the things you just mentioned, and that is the fact that the federal government has that kind of right. The federal government was actually created after many of these states were created. And they came in only for the purpose of having a central location. When you read the history of how the uh, District of Columbia was created, you will find that it had no rights. It was and still is a territory. It is not a state, and it has no state rights.
2: I pulled up California. I pulled up California it became a state September 9, 1950 it was the 31st state ceded by Mexico by the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo concluded February 2, 1848 and proclaimed July 4, 1848 from the from then until statehood California had a military government until December 20th, 1949, and then a local civil government. It never had a territorial form of government.
3: Wow. Interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank
3: you for that information. That gives a lot more clarity even on it. But it was a military zone because that's how they came in. That's what Fremont and the rest of them uh, came in and just kind of took over the the country. So it's uh, very interesting what you just read. Does that help you? Um,
1: so does that mean that there was no right to travel then in California, like freely, just the way it was in the, has, in the...
3: The people you know? traveled all over the place. They were never stopped with passports. Passports is a new item. We They traveled to Europe numerous times that I don't remember hearing anybody say, oh, I have to run down and get my passport before I can go to Europe. You never hear of that. It is a, it is totally a means to make money. That's all it's ever been used for. It's a means to make money and we all fall for it every friggin' time.
2: You mean none of those people on the Titanic have passports?
3: Nope, they were on the manifesto. I don't believe any of them had it. Why do you hear nothing of who was on there? Do you know who was on there?
2: All the people they wanted to kill. What? All the people they wanted to kill. That's who was on there.
3: That's correct. And they were the ones that would have stopped the um, Federal Reserve. And that's the real issue of what we have to look at. What is the objective of what is going on for us to really say, yay or nay, that that is for our betterment? It is all about our detriment, not our betterment.
2: And we're doing it again now. What is it? We're doing the same thing now. There were two different ships. There was the first fake Titanic that they used to drown the people in. Now we're doing it with airplanes and stuff. You know okay. <laughs> We're doing the same thing over and over and over again.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That history repeats itself. How often do we have to say that? History repeats itself and repeats itself and repeats itself... Until we get it and say no more. That's all I've ever been saying here. We've got to stand up and say no more. And I've got to tell you, a lot more people are really starting to hear how bad. I mean, in lines, you're hearing people talking to each other about it. That's a great movement.
2: You know, those were pre-statehood notes, and what's funny is a lot of the states don't have any notes at all. Nevada doesn't. They have no uh, what notes in, about what happened before they became states, The territorial stuff. But what that might. I... And Washington state didn't become a state until 1889. We were the 42nd state. Wow, this is all very interesting to, to look into. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. It is. And, and it behooves us to learn more about our state. I read the Constitution. I never read the one for Illinois. I read the Constitutions of South Carolina and how the nuances changed. And I went over that one time before as to who could vote and who couldn't. And which state was a Protestant state. You couldn't vote if you weren't Protestant. And they called all the counties down around Charleston and around there parishes. Right. And that's how they manipulated that. In Chicago, when you lived in Chicago and you talked about to each other, so much of that city was Catholic. So how do you talk to each other? Or oh, what parish do you belong to? And we were talking in the Catholic Church.
4: Oh, in St.
3: Bob's. I'm in St. Philip's. Oh, he's over in St. Ignatius. You know that kind of is what well. we knew their locations. So it it behooves us. What is the local terminology about? What is going on? This is the same within the states.
1: Right, well, you know okay the the way I'm seeing it is that everything is a mind game to try and get your to try and get your energy right, and even with all governments with all the governments, it's all about benefits. you're taking the benefit because you need to be governed or you need some help, so. Do I need a right to travel from place to place? Maybe, if I don't want to be robbed by pirates, then yeah, we need something that's going to be on the land, like a, you know, protecting my right to go from place to place without being molested. And that's why we have the federal government protecting our right to travel from state to state to do interstate commerce. Yeah, I mean it's pretty, it's pretty freaking simple, think, uh, okay. It's not hard to understand that. What?
3: You're talking two different apples.
1: How is that two different? I just said one thing.
3: Interstate commerce was totally started to for the commerce side of everything. In the old, 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 old the people, the head honcho was write out, and I just remembered this, write out a note for a free passage of Mr. Smith through the lines because you had enemy combatants all over the place. That is what turned into, I guess, a passport to the next country. Now, of course, it's a big business but uh they didn't have to really have a passport in the 1800s if you were going out when you were coming back in of course you did supposedly have to show id and that's probably where the passport came in one of the things that i can hearing is that you're thinking that nobody or maybe it's just my hearing nobody had free travel Across this country, it was right. always free travel. You paid for your, the people that you went with. You paid them for the vehicles, or and I'm saying vehicles. They were Conestoga wagons. They were just open wagons. They were buggies. They were horses. Whatever. They did have to pay for those to get to where they needed to go. What is imperative? is that it was always free travel. There was no uh, protecting you through Indian country until the military got stronger. And then they, they accompanied the
4: wagons. The well, that just confirms what, I'm, what I've always believed. Big free movement. Big free movement. You're right about the
3: fact that we've been hoodwinked, brainwashed, and manipulated.
1: Yeah, into thinking we have no right. What? Into thinking that we have no right to to travel. I can see that. But when I look, that's why I'm... Listen, 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 please, please. Allow me the latitude to express that when I say we don't have a right to travel, I don't mean... We don't have a right to travel, okay? <laughs> what I'm saying is that under the system of things, there is no right to travel. It's a privilege, right? And to be able to move from point A to point B in the conveyance of the day. you can You can walk from point A to point B across the country if you want to, but good luck... And also, there's a good chance they won't even let you do that. It's da- it's dangerous. <laughs> okay. So so there's I mean, I get what you're saying, but the right to travel is something that is an inalienable right. It's and but it has nothing to do, I think, with uh, like going from like state to state into these different territories that basically have groups of people that feel strongly about specific ideas and you can't hate on those person's ideas. You know, like there's no room for like, you know, say just because you come into a community and you don't like the way that they have their, their shades, all the colors of their shades are wrong to you. That doesn't mean you should, you should be complaining or even making moves to try and change any of that. That's that community's decision you know and so that's that's where I'm coming from it's like what I what I've been kind of understanding by doing a more in-depth analysis is that local localism and home rule actually are where we should be looking because this is where the federal government is is stepping in and 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 participating in the local affairs when states can preempt it but they're not
3: now, that is the only truism I can get out of it because when you ta- start saying that um, it is a privilege, that's the brainwash. The brainwash is the fact it's a privilege to drive, and the, our interpretation of what many people are saying is the fact. That's where they've coerced you with privilege. We are saying travel is a new terminology for people, and you are overlapping it.
4: <laughs>
1: but they I have, have a so right much. to travel and move around in a car, you're right. But guess what happens in a system where there's no money, where there's no gold or silver to back anything? If I injure somebody, right, guess what? How am I going to pay for that person? and their injuries because they don't have no money remember they took gold and silver out uh oh now we got an issue don't we that means yep. they are gonna no yes, they, yes we do it's called eminent domain they did it through ex- legis- executive orders and it's and congressional acts and they're actually purposefully getting rid of states now that I can
3: understand That is the point of why they're fighting in Oregon. That's the point we have to raise in all these countries, all these states, pardon me, to state that we are the people running, paying, and doing all that's necessary in the states, not the federal government, no matter how much they say, well, we give you the money, and the governor of Wyoming said, then, if you want to do that, then you come here and collect the money, and they stop harassing him because that's exactly what they cannot do: come in and run your states. They cannot because there is a definite point
4: of where the federal
3: government cannot overstep, and that's where Sheriff Matt the, the actual courts and fought the government for demanding that the uh, sheriffs put a, a, a kind of a police stranglehold on people having guns, and he fought it all the way up to the Supreme Court and won the case because they did not The federal corporation government cannot come in and run your state until we give up all of those rights that we say we have, not privileges, rights. Then you have to be able to use that against their monopoly that they are attempting to do. Without us saying anything, we must stand up and say they cannot have it. There's a great deal out here of what we have a say-so in and how much they can do. And we have relinquished a lot of it. That is the problem we will happen.
1: Well, okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Why would a judge make a decision, I'm curious about this, to to not allow a California truck owner, right, to be considered a one of, you know, a, a pe- people of each state, right, with the right to free ingress and regress to and fro, right? Why would why would he say that the California truck owner was not that that people with that right?
3: Because the truck owner is a commercial vehicle, it is a business, and what other problem did he have that that judge could do? It, it did not apply to the regular traveler going on the road. A
4: truck mm. man mm-hmm. is a
3: commercial, and it's a different hey. animal. It's a different everything.
1: Can I pause you? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that was sweet. No, that was actually very mind mind opening and see I had to do that so people could get and so that I could get so this person could get basically. You know, the idea behind that case law that, that it's just a specific word, it's the truck owner, you know, like well it's not actually talking about his capacity, remember, he's just the owner of the truck. That's not, that had, you know, but I just I just wanted to throw that in there. But I did, you did make a great point, though. I just, okay, without getting into semantics, you know, um, I never wanted to imply that privilege to travel or move around is something that we have. I I said that because that is basically what is propagated. So when you look at things from the way that these people that are not in the know are going to be looking at it, They're looking at it as, oh, they say it's a privilege. You see? That's how we, even though we know, oh, we think we have a right to travel, right? But other people think something else. They think, oh, no, it's a privilege because they haven't looked into it. So if we want to wake people up like that, I think, yeah, it's important to notice, yeah, that they're they're thinking it's like a privilege. You know, when you really think about it, if you trace back, like tracing a cable on a you know, in a, in a music studio to find the source of the output or where it's going, you'll see that this whole system of states and national government came out of um, the Articles of Confederation, And I hate to bring that up again, but because it's such a it's such a nasty reminder of the original intent of the founding fathers that uh, articles
3: of confederation, if I can put in to this point, that at least a judge in
1: California from 2012 would actually refer to the Articles of Confederation in his case. But go ahead.
3: Articles of Confederation were set up at the time of the colonies and before. The finish of the Revolutionary War. The colonies were under the Confederation for and of, for the effect of reaching the stabilization of the colonies. The wonder of the Confederation is this: when those members of the confederation returned home because of the revolutionary war, they did not adjourn the confederation. They just just put it in abeyance. uh, I forget the word right now. And when the founding fathers went ahead... And rewrote a new constitution.
1: They wrote a
3: new constitution, which you really usurped everything. And while we, the people, have these founding fathers, most people are unaware that there were at least—and I may be wrong with this number—but there may have been six presidents prior. To Washington becoming the president of these, this uh, colony, and that's where most of what goes on today. People have brought forth the Federa- Confederation Papers and reestablished them because when you go to D.C., they can only meet in committee they never meet on the floor unless it's to vote everything has to be in committee and that's why we've had such a bear of a time to get anything heard by them because it never gets heard they are usurping every bit of it Okay. That's
1: a, when you say they're usurping that's a description I'm just trying to understand a little more you said that they're only going having committee meetings what what is a committee
3: You have the financial committee You have the transportation committee. You have the, um, you go down there and everything is in committee. And where these people get their big power is by being head of a committee that is a real power source. And this is where you get the manipulation, where you get all the other crap that goes on, because that committee is being fed by the by whatever all um, of oh, what those people that write the laws or write the bills and stuff are feeding them so that they don't have to do all the work. The committee doesn't have... It's all bogus bullshit. You have been very right in saying about the manipulation. This is what we have got to get through our heads. We have been so manipulated,
4: mm-hmm. so
3: um, lied to promulgated against and and just battered around that if we don't get it today, that we have lost this country to the actual non-founding fathers. We have lost it to the full socialistic, communistic bullshit that put Russia down, put China down, put Japan down, all of these things, we are totally under that office today. And that is why it behooves us to say no more. We, we started what we believed to be a republic. And for all these assholes to stand out here and say we are a democracy, make my hair turn fire
1: I want a jet well the interesting thing well they're only doing what the commander in chief is doing like he he, even in his letters even in his letters they do have a democracy though he when he says our democracy he's not talking to you and me in the state several states as as individual like like it's hard to say this as individuals not subscribed to any particular association with their agencies, you see. And this is the key, status. That's why I was worried about last night when I was on the phone with the NLA and their safety committee meeting, and they're talking about organizing militia, and talking about sending out letters to the sheriff and talking about pressing charges and trying to indict people. And I just was like, you guys need to slow down. <laughs> Think about what it is you're talking about. Okay. Go in and do the research. <laughs> but I just was like, Cause in the Constitution, only the president, the president and Congress basically can call forth the militia. And the Congress has control over the militia. In all of the several states. So, the fact that you know, like, am I wrong? Am I am I incorrect saying that? Just yeah. you know what it is? It's complete regurgitation of law. So how could I be wrong? See?
3: Because you're doing. Lo- doing I'm not wrong at all. I'm just that.
1: regurgitating. I'm 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 yes, actually re- reiterating regurgitating. I
3: mean, I know you're regurgitating, and all you're (laughs) regurgitating is British law. All you're regurgitating is all of the lies that we have gotten and understand to have been made so that every one of us are chattel. The lawyers are all British subjects. They are not Americans. They lost their citizenship or just what you started all this about the fact that these these actual states had and I'm probably saying it wrong for the lack of remembering for my memory, but everyone here in this country believes that they have the right of living here, carrying a gun, doing what is proper for their own livelihood, and existing in a very in a comfortable ability to exist properly. Instead, we are being coerced, shoved, pushed, manipulated to never be able to function as a whole person being or getting anywhere that we want to get. What is it that I case? actually,
1: okay, I it, see it uh, Go ahead, go ahead.
3: I was just going to say that I see what you're fighting is the ability to be right about the same uh, circumstance of this way of not using what we really have and getting where we need to get. We have them food and we have them cookies put in the things that I'm I'm just sputtering about right now. Okay. Because uh, what they did and they and you see you're making them fool of what these people have spent many, many years doing, studying, doing exactly what you have done. But where you keep staying, and this is not a make law you keep staying in their law and seeing that their law is the only law. And that is where you have to know the history
4: really have you
1: know, to know why this. I'm saying that right is because there is a unification aspect to it all for me I don't see other people as completely separate from myself and so therefore any political bodies that are out there are basically the larger manifestations of me you know and even as as, as nonsensical as that sounds on a practical in a practical world if you start to think about it and possible, you know, that you're part of the human race, it's kind of big, you know, something bigger, and then also part of life, which is even bigger, then you're like, whoa, whole new perspective. So that's, that's really what I'm I'm thinking. I'm like, I can't look at everything so negatively anymore you know i'm kind of beyond that i i i hear you and i and i want to focus on on bad people doing bad things and i have to inform others right but the issue is i really thought that i was making this stuff happen from inside myself you know and 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 so that's i mean that's why i'm so like into it and I'm just like okay I can see the system of things as being something that was implemented by us on a larger level by people because now it can be used in a bad way by by people with ill intentions I'm not justifying um, crime or killing or murder or, or, or you know manipulation of the system for benefit of their greed whatever you know I'm suggesting shoot We're men and women with intellect and will. Why don't we, you know, just use that instead of being fucking, sorry about that, dumbed down, you know? And see, most people just, the storyline for me, what I've been hearing and in closing, is the the media hype and, and the media brainwash really is, go back to sleep, it feels better.
3: What you're saying is very true. And what you're saying is also not giving credit for what we have been saying. And I know you've not been around us for a long time, but you've been very a, a good addition, is it makes us think differently. But we have said over the years, we do not have to keep hammering who they are. We need to do the reverse of what they're doing. And that is where the education is so valuable. So much of what goes on around us, we know is manipulation. We understand it is manipulation. We are doing our best to, uh, to inform people of this manipulation. Why? Because it will save their lives. What else? Because it will give them an opportunity to be a better service. You do not have to do what they tell you to. We have been telling you, say, I do not consent. Consent,
1: I know, but what I'm I'm saying is that I hear you, but you have to understand who's the governed. Who is the governed? It's not the freaking people. So if it's consent of the governed, right? Then it, that the governed is all the agencies and all those people under the rules and regulations. People are free. I
4: love what you. Who you is the governed?
1: <laughs> the governed are the. The
3: governed?
1: the governed are those that consent, okay, to take, step into a civil capacity.
3: That is why you say I do not consent.
1: So what do I want to consent to, then?
3: Oh, please. What do you think you got stopped for? What do you think you are arguing? You're, you're, uh, if you want um, what I'm trying to do
1: is get some, some clarity.
3: Very, very, thing, and uh, I agree on you being in charge of you. That is what our scope is here. What I yeah. am finding is this issue of the the ongoing, what I hear, they are right and we people are wrong.
1: I'm not saying that at all, hon. What I'm saying is that we is need exactly to look at, listen, hearing. sweetie, what I'm saying is our rep, presumably, you're claiming to be a citizen of the U.S. and of the state, okay? I'm just presuming this, okay? Well, then you there's got a problem to get here. What you, then you don't want to be a part of the civil, this society. Period. That's why I say
3: I do not consent. Come on. So what do you? Okay,
1: okay, here's my question. Here's my question to you. Then, how do you expect to proceed with, you know, just just you want to have no government, right? That's what I'm that's what I'm hearing, and I'm okay with that. I'm just wanting to know where your head is, so that way I can better proceed. And I need to know if I need to be looking in the direction of just no government also. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to be sitting here pursuing. Well.
3: Because of the fact that so much of the government is my control and is not for your good. That is why I have been. We've all been saying over the months and years, you've got to know who you are. If you know who you are, you are at better odds of fighting their brainwashing. Why do you think they call television programs? The whole world is programmed until they stop listening to the TV. When they stopped listening to the TV, they started seeing what was going on around them. That is what we have been heard. When the people stopped supporting the BS program, we stopped voting for these people that are in our state state houses. We stopped voting for those in the national or federal state houses. They get the message we're not working with them. That's the issue. We are doing that is why when you start listening to other people and why they have they have the right. Uh, the federal government, as far as I remember, cannot. Uh, they have sent over to the. Other countries, what they call what the, they're militias, what we are calling militias of people. The others are being paid. We are not being paid. So there is a your the terminology maybe needs to be. Um, Refers we, uh, we to a posse.
1: Okay, well, we, that's what we need that's to see. What it
3: needs to be changed
1: to. I would like to see documentation that any radical Islam is being paid by us before I believe it.
3: Well, how about all of the the czars that are in um, Obama's cabinet? How about all the ones that have dual citizenship? How about all of them are being paid and very well.
1: Okay. That's one way of looking at it, I suppose. And then... See, that's why it's and just how, definitely... how wow. are
3: they able to pay... All of the mercenaries able to be hired? You know, that's mm-hmm. an old Rothschild set-up. Set Go ahead.
1: So instead of... My, I guess instead of just saying forget the whole thing, right, and coming up against this jungle... Of a uh, you know of nightmare, right? Why not outsmart it? That's my that's my position. It's like uh, this whole thing is based around higher moral ground on their why, part.
3: Why do you not hear what we're saying? What
1: I'm saying, I do hear what you're saying, but I would like to try to extend this uh, you know a conversation to uh, like this larger. Inclusion, where we include moral ground, and and what the purpose of of government is supposed to be for, is for is for maintaining a moral order to to you know with among human beings, so we can re- we don't kill each other, which is not it's not a problem. Okay, I don't have a problem with that. I think it's cool, actually, to 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 know that the government is founded on on higher moral ground, means when we begin to act in a higher you know from the higher ground than they're doing you know what i'm saying like that actually becomes more civilized okay and that's all we need to do we're talking some gandhi stuff here and and but it doesn't help it doesn't help to focus though on all and say they 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 condemning them and condemning them all the time constantly them 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 it just doesn't make sense to me you know that's like negative you know They're really, if they're coming... Go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: The point being is that when you... Did I hear
1: Colin say something?
3: Colin, did you say something? He might be muted.
1: I don't think he did.
3: The real thing that I'm... See, you're you're attempting to be a devil's advocate and all you're doing is being, uh, uh, you know, is just making people angry. And that isn't, I think, your purpose. What is valuable is for showing ways in which we can be better. Why do you think we talk about the golden rule? Why do you think we talk about the other thing? Because these people... I bring it up when I'm standing in line, and these people say, you know, that's really right, as if they've never heard the golden rule. And many of them probably haven't because it's been usurped by the churches to make certain we don't use it like we used to use. And that's why when my neighbor asked me to do something, I said, that's what good neighbors are about. We help each other. And I'm right. just being an example. All I'm saying is be the example of what you want rather than what you're trying to make people get. They won't get what you're wanting to do <laughs> when, you're, when it's being forced down and shoved down their throat. It's just...
1: So it it doesn't make sense, and it's not enough that I'm living outside under a bridge right now and still able to maintain this level of of dialogue, right? It doesn't. It's great I mean, to see, do. you that. Well,
3: shows yeah, that's, that's part of. Anywhere.
1: Well, this is part of the entire growth for for me to put myself out there to help people see that they don't have to be giving up everything that they want to do in their life to be, to get some somewhere, they could just, you know, keep doing what they're doing, only change a couple of things, you know, and, and still accomplish quite a bit, you know, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to change the world. What I am here to do on this call, I guess, supposedly is piss people off, which it doesn't fall too short of my entire, uh, it would look like my whole, my whole like adult life and young, young adult life uh, time spent basically pissing people off. So maybe it is my job to piss people off on this call, uh, but it's not intentional. I'll tell you that. But I'm I'm here not playing devil's advocate, but merely reporting back from after reading, you know, treaties and and, and articles having to do with localism. Of course, they're all, you know, um, written by legal scholars and stuff. So all indoctrinated, I'm sure that everyone will agree, right? I'm some shill, right? Some brainwashed, you know, MKUltra product, right? Go on.
3: I didn't say anything.
1: Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm just willing to accept how people see me. That's okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm not saying I see myself like that. I'm just saying that's what I've heard. And so, ultimately, that's what I'm hearing right now, too, even though you don't, you're not saying that. It still sounds like that to me, because I understand what, I understand why the system even exists. The, it, it does fall under Jewish, Jew, whatever you want to call it. We don't, we don't like to go there, because so many people get uh, irritated by it. You know, well, but, they
3: get lambasted because they can't say anything about the Jews. Yeah. And that, and that's the big lie, also.
1: That is the biggest lie. Yeah. Here's why. I just blocked the wind. Sorry about that. But uh, the my, okay. So yeah. I mean, that's why I'm thinking. It's what are we going to do? Go back to? I mean, we can do bartering and trading as long as we get access to technology without technology, right, without corporations making all this stuff, people can probably make it too, but if you really think about it, how many how many people are actually out there innovating, making all these things that we need every day? Really, only big corporations are doing that. And so we can get around to everyone in the neighborhood making everything that everyone in the neighborhood needs, then we're not going to be able to move away from living, you know, in, in an air, in environment, I think political and economic, that is saturated in commerce in spending and also consuming, you know, but on a larger scale with corporations involved, you know. I like the idea of localism and preemption of federal and state laws because that deals more with the communities. But which direction are these communities going in, and that's the question.
3: That has always been the question, and it's manipulated by the few. And that is why there is so much of this insanity going on because of the few in control rather than the people. And there is a way to do that with smaller communities, and instead we're being pushed into bigger communities so that you have less and less people being actually at cause over what is going on inside their own communities because they just can't keep up with it. And that is the real agenda. They're pushing, 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 pushing. Hun,
1: this is why I've been focusing on localism lately because people are so caught up with the idea of U.S. citizenship and state citizenship that they forgot all about the locals, you know, and it's like, whoa, Let's let's. They got you thinking that you're supposed to be a U.S. citizen, even on the local level. You know, okay. but that's not necessarily the case.
3: They aren't thinking U.S. citizen on the local level. They don't even want you to go there with knowing about the U.S. citizen because when don't you deny hold going on a second. There, you just
1: cut me off. You just you just said you just cut me off. But you, I cut you. I'm sorry. But you're saying <laughs> who's not thinking about the local. Look, everything right now is about local autonomy. Home rule. Dude, do you understand how municipal corporations are the, are municipal arms of the state that have autonomy, that sometimes get away from state preemption, which is basically the state's right to come in and say, no, you can't do that. So localism is huge, and federal backing on the local level is really a big issue out in Oregon everywhere. And the way, reason it's happening through incentive-based programs, obviously, but the issue is these the
4: local—they
1: don't have to take—they don't have to follow the rules just because they take this stuff. See, that's the issue. There's no there's no law that says yes you must follow the federal law now that you took this incentive. And so that, that's where we—that's our claim right there. That is our claim when we when we talk about nailing them. They're saying, oh, no, we have to apply the federal law because we took this money. That's a fucking lie. You show me the paperwork. Show me where it says because you're taking that money, that means you have to follow federal law now and not state law. That
4: is
3: this- the coercion that we're talking about. That is the collusion that we're talking about. That is the reason that so much of what is going on and continues to go on is manipulating the terminology because agenda 21 is doing exactly what you're talking about and why people don't get it they don't realize agenda 21 has been bought into their community and they're so happy to get these wonderful programs that are coming in they're so wonderful they're going to help us get this 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 i said it's agenda 21 you're going to pay big time when they
1: want their money well well, see, there's nothing wrong with people if they want to give it, that's fine. Take the benefit but where's the where's the rule that says now that you gave me something? I have to give you all this other stuff right here? That was not in the agreement. People just need to be aware of that aspect of it because it's not a the federal government will stop giving money on their own once people wake up and go, "Oh, okay." I can take the money and not and not follow the rules too but see, that's where
3: you think the people are making those agreements the people are not making the agreements it's the you're wrong
1: that's not true that that's, not true.
3: The the don't that, that's not true people not even know going on that's not true about when a lot of people 21 they have no clue.
1: You'd be surprised. When I start talking about home rule in a public area, the heads that start turning.
3: You need your own call, Because they're hearing it maybe for the first time, which is great. Great to bring the message.
1: But I like to bring it back to the health and wellness stuff because I don't need my own phone call when I'm on this call. <laughs> and so I really like the fact that I can bring it back into being one of the people. And I, that is my claim to the, to fame is that because I recognize that spiritual essence inside of everyone as unified, that's why I'm able to get down the way I've been getting down as far as like all this information coming and, and comprehension on a larger scale so giving credit to, to the most high
3: okay that's good
1: mm-hmm. Patty what do you mean by that though I mean I get my own call yay Yeah. are you going to be my moderator
2: know. no I don't want anything to do with your calls
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: have to tell you the truth
1: she's like get off this one as a matter of fact <laughs> no I'm messing with you um but i know that you guys we talk generally a lot about uh the politics and the yeah you know, the health and wellness you're side
2: bringing up, i really don't but, want to hear
1: anymore i'm ready to move on too but okay. uh i my my main thing is if you haven't heard about the home rule and aspect of it and people are uh, forgetting Donaldson, about that don't believe um, in of us the conspiracy hype. i along both than you oh, are okay.
2: And, no. and you're not doing each other. You irritate me, okay? You really <laughs> irritate me. Because we've already been through all of this stuff that you're going through right now. And it's just it's just irritating to me. That's why I keep it. Oh, that's an insult.
1: But, yeah, I accept an insult. That is such an insult. Good. Yeah. Well, it didn't affect well, me, but it, I can see that you're, is, you're insulting guys, me.
2: Everything will be fine, no, okay?
1: It doesn't affect me, love. What I'm saying <laughs> is I can see... you're the fact that you Use an insult shows me the level of intelligence you're operating at.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm operating at oh, probably 11:46.
1: That's your funny. It's 11:46 a.m. there. Is your clock fast? Well,
2: there's smoke coming up out of the car, and he's rubbing his eyes.
1: All right. Well, we did not do hug or ho'oponopono. Yeah, I mean we did a hug earlier, but yeah. Ultimately, I mean, what's up? What's wrong, Wonder?
3: Well, the thing is, it's what we said and why a lot of people have dropped off because we do get back to the same treadmill, and we want we need to move on.
1: When have we and talked we about home rule in death, though? You it. said we keep coming back to the same treadmill. That is not exactly. the tr- that's not true. I do deny that. I'm I'm constantly bringing up new stuff, sweetheart. And because it's not been talked about, you think, wait, I've never heard one person on this call ever tell me about home rule. And so the fact that Patty would say, oh, yes, yes, we've talked about that. We know about that. Okay. Okay, I'm supposed to just automatically know that you know about home rule. You should, the moment I mention it, you should be like, oh, yeah, home rule. That, that's localism, right? Yeah, that's where this happens and this happens. Save me the breath, for Christ's sake. I don't want to sit here and yammer on and on about it if you know already. That's how I talk to my friends, you guys, because I want my friends to save me time and energy. If you know something and I'm yammering on about it, cut me off and say, look, we're on that already because check this out. Go to this link over here boom 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 oh shit you guys heard well, now I know who I'm dealing with anyway one
3: of the things that's really good about what you do is you have a lot of time to do exactly what you're doing, and that's great and um we just we, we we've done a lot of that studying before and but home rule never came up we have what we have done is in uh developing different uh, ways in which we as a community, if you want to call that home rule, it is, we are able to make um, our own documentation, how we would rule really ju- ourselves as a group, etc. So we have gone through that. We just don't call it the same terminology that you're calling it. And that is part of what is the growth of all of us. What terminology it has to be defined it has to be coordinated? And I guess I'm just tired too. <laughs> it's
1: all good. Oh. Well thanks for you thanks for listening for so long and, and not hanging up, Patty. And yeah. yeah, no, it makes it means a lot to, to have you guys listening in.
3: And I I wanna apologize for my uh hanging up last night. In so far as um, I looked up for the congressional records, and I even asked for Veronica, who is a great researcher too, and she says the congressional records now only go back to 1975, I believe. I can get parts of the congressional record, but you can't read the congressional record. So the Information I was quoting from or stating from was written at the time I stated it was written and how much is now be coming out about how much President Federal, um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt sold us a bag of goods.
0: And so we
3: have to, we have to work our way around it. It's, that's, what, that's what education is about and not getting stuck on something. Moving on. Okay.
2: And I'm sorry, Donaldson. Okay? I'm having some problems on my own. Okay? Oh! I didn't know I That's was terminal. A... I found out I was terminal a couple of weeks ago. I didn't even know I was dying. Okay? And so I've been kind of screwed up for a couple of weeks. Okay, I've been going through a lot of medical stuff, so I really don't, I, I guess instead of acting the way I did, I acted like a five-year-old to you, but I really don't care about the United States or anything, all I want to do is live, that's all, I don't care where I live, <laughs> in a tree maybe, somebody did that in Seattle, for 25 hours they stayed up in a tree. You know, trying to get our point across. So, yes, a lot of us are trying to get our points across. It's just how we do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm really concerned
1: with your situation, though. Just so you know, I would like to say I'm concerned with your situation. And it doesn't just go past my, like that. So, I will be thinking about you. Go ahead. And wonder. just
2: also know that I, it's liver cancer, and liver is the angry organ, and I sure can make that thing go sometimes. So, pardon me when I act like a five-year-old. Okay?
1: Right, right. Okay. And then, uh, so good practices are be important right now for you too to 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 help. Oh with, yeah. Uh, but
2: uh, me have. too. I have whatever arises above that. I have spiritual warfare, the act of the section. I have getting back to source. I have all the things I need. I have all the tools I need for myself.
1: How often do you drink smart water though, the 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 you know I'm I'm talking about smart water? With the uh it's uh, distilled water? Do you how often do you drink that? Smart water. Yeah, distilled water. They sell so it's it's called Smart Water. You can get it at any local convenience store.
2: I know what distilled water is.
1: Okay, yeah, Smart Water.
2: Smart Water. I'm more interested in getting some H3O.
1: What I'm saying is, if you get this distilled water into you on a regular basis, daily basis, you're gonna really do some good for your liver.
2: I know I do this, but there's also a new water that's been that has been found up at WSU. It's called H3O, and I'm just yes. now looking into that because it has an extra oxygen thing. So yeah, there's a lot of things coming out that you wouldn't even believe, and that's about 80 miles from here. Dr. Polak is the doctor that has is going into it and how to get more oxidation into ourselves. We'll be flying, we are, maybe. So <laughs> I've got ears
1: oxygen. big enough to fly. I have ears big enough to fly right now.
2: Are you calling yourself Dumbo? <laughs> Go ahead, Wonder. <laughs> what are <you're> you saying? <laughs> I'll be Dumbo and you can be Dumbo. <laughs>
1: no, no Okay
2: It's fun We can just play I just I get a little bit You know Well everybody knows That I'm a little bit
1: off <laughs> uh, Wonder Chime in What?
3: John I don't have anything to say You both resolved it And it is time uh, I'll quit poking
2: you I'll quit poking you
1: It's not me. It's not me you're poking. I'm the larger part of you. Think about that.
2: We're all one.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, we're individual, but at the same time, in essence, we are one. It's a unified, there's a unified soul. That's what I believe. I believe in one soul, not a bunch of different souls.
2: Ah. Well, I think I saw you yesterday. There was a beautiful eagle flying in circles around my house. Was that you?
4: Must
1: have been. I think so. You thought of me when you saw the eagle, then it was it was me. Yeah,
2: I did. And then I'd like a... to share. Okay. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, that's the end. That's a beautiful uh, thought, I'd, though, I'd... Patty. Go you ahead, one. It
2: is a beautiful thought. The eagle is a very powerful bird.
3: I'd like to share something I read in the Lonesome Gods. It's quite interesting. It was just uh, two or three paragraphs. It is all very well to say that man is only a casual whim in a mindless universe, that he too will pass. We understand that, but disregard it as we must. Man to himself is the all, the sum and the total. However much he may seem a fragment, a chance object, a bit of floats on the waves of time, he is to himself the beginning and the end. And this is just. This is how it must be for him to survive. Man must deal with himself. It is his reality he must face each morning when he rises. It is his world with which he must deal. Perhaps his end is only years away or even months. Yet he cannot more than acknowledge that, for it is the now with which he must deal. Unless, like a spoiled child, he is to fall on his face, to beat his fist against the earth. He must be. He must move. He must create. If man is to vanish from the earth, let him vanish in the moment of creation. When he is creating something new, opening a path to the tomorrow, he may never see. It is man's nature to reach out to grasp for the tangible on the way to the intangible. And that's from Lewis Amore back when he wrote The Lonesome Gods, and I'm looking for that date. And uh, 1983 is when he published that book. So this is not a new thing. It has been around, and so many people, writers especially, have really been tuned into it far longer than most of us. And they have attempted to advise us. They've attempted to make us aware. And it is there is no way to miss it anymore. We really have to do our job and become the who we really want to be. Donaldson, you're doing the who you want to be by proving you can survive in, no matter what it is in San Francisco. And it can be pretty cold, miserable, and damp up there. Great, because many people may have to do that if something and the shit hits the fan. We don't know. What we do know is who I know who I am. I know what I've had to confront. I know what I've had to grow into. And you, you, it was refuted last week. That doesn't matter. If you want to call it deprogramming, programming, whatever, It is my metamorphosis. So each of us goes through a metamorphosis that's valuable to that individual. So it's it's what this program is about is about growth. It is about our own growth, and then we communicate to each other how it has changed us, how it has helped us, whatever that is to you in your metamorphosis. You're going through a metamorphosis. That's all. And what I'd like to end with is not to make people wrong for they haven't done it your way. We had a gal on here that had to be done her way. She couldn't accept other people doing it another way. We all have choice. We all have the opportunity to do it our own way. And God love you, that you're awake and looking at this stuff. This is the triumph. This is the true triumph. That's what you need to validate. I am doing it so I can learn. I did it speaking for me. I did it so this lady here sitting in this chair in Spartanburg can do it. I can't make anybody else do it. I can't make anybody else learn something else. I can't make anybody do anything. I can only be. I rest my point. Anybody else?
4: That was beautiful.
3: It was very interesting reading this book because he really bought so much of that time of California and how they thought of that time, not that he lived that time, but he did a lot of research. And I traveled a lot of the hard, you know, cement roads that these guys did on foot or by horse. And it's really interesting to have, have had that that privilege to see what he was doing. So it's it's quite good, quite good. That's why books are so important to read. They give you something of, oh, I can see that point.
1: Um, Thank you.
4: You're Thank you. welcome.
1: No, I mean, there's so much more that I want to say, you know. Especially when you were talking, that was good stuff. I was just listening, and it was very inspirational, you know? Um, So, I mean, I thought about... You know, it's, it's about, you know, like, growing, I suppose, health and wellness, really, in the golden age, right? It would be for me the thought that comes up is a multiplicity of things of food having to do with health, you know, physical health and nature and, and mental thinking, emotional, you know, it has to do with the whole concept, how we perceive ourselves, everything, health and wellness, you know, and the golden age, you know, of course, is this, uh, talked about thing that, that, uh, we've heard that comes around every so often, um, uh, so there we have that and and I thought that maybe i mean to too i uh, it was a cool concept because we can actually create that, so when you talked about the golden age, it was you know for me, it was like okay I understand that concept, you know to create that um it could be now that could be an an area a level of personhood though too is to you know um in the golden years you know is is ultimately um you know kind of a, a uh, what is it like a latter
4: yeah.
1: portion of personhood a latter yeah. portion of personhood yeah. so now that's why health and wellness in the golden age has an ambiguous meaning mm-hmm. but nevertheless right my interpretation of it is that it is the it is for me to to bring knowledge that will increase world peace so, there it is.
2: And that's all any of us want to do. You know? Yeah. Just make everything useful. Well, and make I it fun while we're doing it. Do what you, are you are know you... I have a Pleiadian yeah. sitting on my bed right now? Don, Dan yeah. Donaldson. I have a Pleiadian sitting on my bed right hmm. now. And she keeps sticking her claws in my back. You know that cats are Pleiadians? What are you saying? <laughs> I didn't what know I've that. Des- well, that's what I've decided. And my dogs are from Cyrus. So, you know. And they're always blaming everything on everybody else. It's pretty funny around here. When you get down on their level and kind of watch what they do, it's hilarious. Rip, okay. the cat I'm talking about, loves to torture Neo the mean little my littlest dog thinks he's a terror on four four feet so Rip will hide out and wait till he goes by and just smack him one (laughs) it's pretty funny sorry about that Jonathan you might or Donaldson you might want to listen I went back and listened to our very first phone call in 2012 Mm -hmm. and I went oh my god we really have grown just Just hearing that from where we were there, and now I'm to list all of them, but from where we were there to where we are now, it's amazing.
1: So you guys have had a lot of shifts and moves, changes, uh, or really, um, like, inspirations, really. You guys have been moved in different directions. So that's, I will check that out. Um, What what, uh, what date do I look for?
2: It's in the very bottom it. of talk
1: shoot. Okay, yeah. I'll just have to go to the earliest date.
3: Yeah. Can you use your, uh, the call, the PIN number, put the PIN yeah.
1: number in One one eight six seven zero, and you'll get right to the program. Yeah, that's okay. all of them. Yep. yep. Right on. Well, so, I mean, I, I And guess. I was on yeah. it from
2: Arizona, from Sarah... You said that Patty Cliff from Sedona, Arizona. But evidently I was on uh, the computer doing it because I wasn't speaking.
1: And I wasn't
2: in Arizona, I was in... Okay, I'm Washington, so I'm just sitting here. That's my first call there, and I'm going, huh? I wonder how I got in Arizona.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You
3: have no idea after a lot of stuff with (laughs) Josh.
4: But I haven't
1: actually, you looked at the stuff that Orpha even sent me. I've been trying to locate those files, right? And my and my email, I can't find them. Uh, wonder. So I can um,
3: send it to you. That's okay.
1: Yeah, that'd be tight because I had so much stuff been emailing lately uh, that I, stuff got lost. <laughs>
3: yes. I put them in files. You can you do files on your uh, smartphone?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I hear yeah, yeah. That's definitely what I should do. Is take and and put them on my Google Drive in a folder. Yep. It's a great yes, idea. And that
3: way, you've got them to where you can go and look at them.
1: True, and
4: it's lost stuff. Uh,
1: yeah. True. Very cool. I'm just happy that we uh, we were able to to. Um, I guess I'm happy that we were able to, to kind of like come to some sort of resolution, I suppose, you know, but, um, I want to create, you know, like, a, you know, a good reality for, for myself and for others. And, and basically I think it is really about myself. Okay guys, feeling good. That's really what I want to feel good all the time. And sometimes it feels good to be upset. Okay, and there's nothing you wrong lot. with it. That's what you, yeah. That's right. It feels good. And when, when we get tired of, of the, pre, the, eminent, the prevailing feeling that comes with being upset, there's another feeling beyond that that we can locate that we look to when we feel the feeling of upsetness. We're like, okay, I know where this feeling of upsetness is going to lead eventually. It's going to lead to an acceptance. Of something, you know, like okay, because I'm not accepting something, I'm now frustrated. That's 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 my job here is to put the truth out, and it sucks to be who I am right now because I have no social life. Okay. <laughs> I
2: can relate with you. I don't want a social life. Every time I try to have one, something bad happens. <laughs>
1: I'm saying that and joking away, though. I, I, I love who I am. Yeah. Uh, although the idea of who I am is not something I appreciate at all. Because, to be honest with you, I don't want to live according to ideas. I want, I want to live free. Right? Don't, you th- don't we want to live free?
4: That
3: is what our goal is.
1: All right. So, any idea about myself past, present, or future... And I'll be happy. Yep. Ultimate truth. Health and wellness in the golden age. <laughs> Donaldson's analysis. Meeting my own show today.
2: Well, you're going <laughs> to live longer than we are, I think. Because you're younger Please. than we are. You're kind of, you're kind of our baby. <laughs> hmm. Okay? Okay. <sighs> Well that's you're an only interesting in point. You are your 30s. You're, you're 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 quite a bit younger than we are, aren't you?
1: I don't I don't mind playing that role for a little while. <laughs> oh stop. <laughs> a, don't, Wonder, be don't tell me yeah. how old you are. I know. No, I am 41.
2: Okay. <laughs> that, well actually,
1: you know to be honest with you, I can't tell you that. I don't I have I have first-hand knowledge of my my age. I wasn't I wasn't there cognitively, you know. I can't discern when I was born. I'm only told that I'm 41. I'm okay. uh, around 41 years old. Okay. But.
2: Well, I remember when I was born. I do remember when I was born and I came out screaming at the doctor not to hit me. I was screaming before he had to hit me. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's
1: That's <amazing. laughs> hilarious. You felt anyway, the cold That's what air. my mother you, said. <laughs>
2: she said, He didn't yeah. he didn't even get you out of me before you were screaming. <laughs> right. But you were told that. Yeah. Right? And you were nope.
3: told that. Yeah. No. See, that's the point he's making because we really don't know if this was actually at the time of conception or at the time of coming out of the channel, or, um, you know, we don't know. Or when the heartbeat started, we don't know.
1: But not just that, but also because I'm a, I'm a kid then, at that age, with no memory of anything. What? I'm too young, to rem- too young to remember the fact that I was born on such and such date. And when I say, yes, I'm 41... And I can prove it because of my birth certificate, what I'm really saying is, thank you state, thank you for protecting my intellectual property. You're taking a state benefit when you hand over you know when you, when you basically give your birthday to yeah. uh, you know people um, And I don't know if I want to do that, you know considering the fact that yeah, the state took me out of my, my away from my parents when I was only Three years old, and I lived in foster homes. They took care of me. The state did. You know, they put me in a couple of different foster homes. When one of them beat me up, and then you know, I went to a couple group homes, which basically brainwashed me, you know, into learning how to, you know, of course that was a good part because I was able to learn how to do in you know, very deep, you know, thinking, analysis, internal, uh, investigation. But uh, so I, I benefited most mostly from that. But I thought ultimately that the state was was against me, you know, because of the vibe that I was getting. And I'm also told that I'm a victim, too, by the state, which (laughs) is so cool because now I can feel like a champion in life when I go around places, you know, a champion victim. Um,
2: (laughs) I love it. I love it.
1: (laughs) Now, what's really neat about being a champion victim Right? No, I'm just kidding, I'm not gonna go into detail. But yeah oh, please. it's Please tell me you have it's fake sick. blood
2: and everything.
1: It it it's sick, though, because they've championed me a victim and now I can really take the benefit and be like, Yeah, the state was good for me good to me. You know, they took care of me when I was a victim. Oh wait, I'm still a victim in my head, so but so they're still taking care of me. Of course you feel my sarcasm, right guys? Like
2: yeah. We promise not to put you on the cross. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is Colin still on? I hope he's entertained by all this. Hello on there. <laughs> <Right>.
4: <laughs> um.
1: Any any thoughts?
4: Well, if you let, let, let me tie you to the cross and hang upside be. down, I might do it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, not pounding nails in your hands, okay. I love you, John. You've really, really helped me. You really have. But sometimes you make me very mad. <laughs> and that's good.
1: I don't take responsibility for other people's feelings. That's I You a know good what when thing. people tell me that they that I make them mad, my instant reaction is who am I to I let you make take, me mad <laughs> who am I? Who am I to take responsibility for you for your feelings? How can I do that? How can I make you mad that's how that's impossible
2: because I like to be mad i you you're the one that hit the nail on the head with that. you know I like my anger sometimes. Wow, there's a whole bunch of little bugs flying around out here.
1: My main thing that helps with that is actually s- seeing the love of other people if i can if I can allow myself to see. That person. Hey, regardless of how they're how they're acting right now, that's really a really weak way of loving themselves. Like I could love myself in a way better, more feeling, feeling way better, you know, way than that. Like, and it still irritates me to see the love of the other person though. But when I see that they are coming from from love, even if they're ignorant to what you know, because they're acting out, but it still comes from love on some level, self love. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it's still ignorance, but it's still self love too. So instead of focusing on the ignorance, I try to see the love, you know? And this way, this way it takes away from the feeling of like I'm better than them. Fuck that feeling. That feeling that says I'm better than this other person can kiss my butt straight up. Because I'm not better. I'm just here.
3: You're just you know? bringing it out. Say it again. You are, you are just bringing it out, so many times each of us are mirrored mirror to each other so that we can really get in touch with what we don't want to really look at. That's why mirrors are so important, so that you can really look at yourself and see, mmm, that's a really good one for me to get in tune with. <laughs>
1: this is this is exactly why I was wanting to live out my last day not that I'm going to die but the, itch, the issue is you never know what's going to happen but point is we have to die sometime apparently right depending on who you see yourself as but I would prefer to live out my you know uh, job years working years um, teaching people about how to how to how to have these feelings that are good and, you know, how to direct a thought to create a feeling that's good. And so and, 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 and make money doing that, too, because that's what I want to do. I want to teach people how to do that. So and, and that because that'll keep me focused, Patty and Con, uh, Colin, you know, it's like instead of being a window cleaner and a, a lawyer and doing all these things that keep my mind, you know, all on, on these serious subjects, I need to be more on a sincere level. You know, when I'm making money, when I'm doing things, I'm exchanging currency with people. You know what I mean? It could be more meaningful of an exchange. Of an exchange. It doesn't have to be so meaningless as window cleaning.
3: Uh, again, you're looking at window cleaning as being a chore, where actually you can be bringing so much joy with window yeah. cleaning than than saying you're not doing a great is window cleaning can be wow! Look at that window! Can you get how beautiful that looks now? And your yep. enthusiasm is what's mm-hmm.
1: Instead
3: yep, of your, actually, uh, it's only a job, and that's where most people are. Uh, it's only a job. No, it's more than a job. It's creation and creation is what life is about just what he said in the book here it is your creation that you bring to life and you bring to your life and how much more of a a joy that is
2: and i want to know something
1: donaldson Listen, I I want to stay focused on my good feelings at all times. This
2: is a good feeling thing.
1: Tell me what Uh, you want to know.
2: know If after that guy told you last week that it was thirty dollars for a haircut, if you went back to your camp and just put a bowl on your head and cut your own hair. No. Oh I would (laughs) have thirty dollars for a haircut. I know I can go
1: get one for $17 from just up the street from him. And uh, even less than that in Chinatown, of course. They have them at the $5 level there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See? $3. I bet you get away with it.
3: (laughs) I'll tell you you a story. I'll tell you a story. Uh, We had a great speaker when I was living in L.A., uh, name was John. And uh, he went into the grocery store to get something for his wife. And uh, it was Green Giant's Frozen Peas. And he looked at the price and he went ballistic. He said, $3.50 for frozen peas. And he (laughs) stood there in total shock. And then he started thinking. Well, the farmer had to go get seeds, had to put the seeds in the ground, had to water that seed. That cost money, the other cost money. Then he had to put um, the fertilizer down, and then he had to watch those pea pods grow, and then he had to make certain that they were coming up correctly. Then he had to go out and he had to Fix them by hand, and then he had to do this thing and that thing and the other thing, and then they get to the Jolly Green Giant place, and they had to make certain they were healthy, and they put them and they froze them, and they did. This is cheap, three dollars and fifty cents. It should be a hundred dollars for a pack of. It's all in perspective.
4: Mm-hmm. It's all
3: in how you look. <laughs> It is the perspective about whatever you're doing.
4: You can make
3: it, or you can make it colossal.
4: That's all I'm doing. It's bringing out
3: different viewpoints. We can make our life colossal.
2: Your dog wants to go outside. True. Yeah, I love that. The
3: neighbors just come in and see. She's the doorbell, but it's one of four. Let's do a whole porno. Patty,
2: you want to leave the whole porno? Oh, okay. But I want to tell you that I did get off the call for a minute, and I called PayPal to find out why they suspended my account again, because I signed up for Guy Am TV. It was ninety nine cents, and I and that they suspended my account over it. And I'm going what? are you guys doing? I, and I don't have a bank account. I use a debit card. And they said, oh, ma'am, never mind. We don't really... I said, I don't even want anything to do with PayPal. I'll just send money with my card. But So I got that all straightened out. But I'm tired. I'm so tired of silly things like that happening. You know, and I did watch on... And watching Guy on TV last night, Jonathan, I saw... A story about the guy that did Bruce Almighty and how he was a poor man and then he got rich and he didn't like being rich so now he lives in a trailer park in California somewhere and he's just doing all this good stuff with his money so I think I'm going to enjoy Guy MTV a lot better than Facebook I can't even go on Facebook anymore there's so much evil in there
3: <laughs> what is the name of it?
2: G-I-A-M, G-I-A-M, I think. TV. Oh,
3: G-I-A-M, okay. Yeah. That, G-I-A-M means day. Diam means day.
2: Yeah, well, and it's it's got all these special programs on it, you know, about consciousness and stuff, you know, so I can stay yeah. out of all, all this spooky stuff that's going on in Facebook. Good.
3: I mean, that'll that'll help. Right away, you're uh, taking yourself out of the whatever loop they're trying to get everybody caught up in so that they're easily trackable.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. That's what one of our teachers was talking to us about. He said, you're totally trackable. Everything you do is trackable. And I'm going, yes, it is. They knew exactly what you're saying and doing all the time. So, it's good. I'm glad you're doing something creative about it. That's good girl. There's a lot of healing
2: stuff. There's a lot of stuff. All different kinds of stuff. You know? Secret space program stuff. All kinds of stuff. I love it.
3: So they're willing to put their neck out on the line. Good for them. Good for
2: them. Yep. And it's a 99 cents. Well, see, it's a reoccurring thing. So I had to make sure there's money on my debit card. It was ninety nine cents to sign up for, but then it'll be nine ninety nine a month, which is fine with me. It's worth it to me. Good. So, yeah.
3: Good to you. All right. See that's, oh. that's an opening. That's an opening for your growth, for you and for whoever. Thanks for sharing it. So that's good.
2: Okay. We can close. Let's let Donaldson do the hohopono.
3: You ready, Donaldson? You want to do the hohopono? Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you hear me? Mhm. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: All right. Let's let's lead in the pono pono. Right.
3: Okay.
1: Is that, did I say that correctly? Yep. Okay. Let's see if I can remember the several parts.
3: There are no errors in it. You do it how it comes to you.
1: Give me a second Everyone clear your minds I'm sorry
4: I'm sorry
1: Please forgive me
4: Please forgive me Thank you Thank you
1: I love you
3: I love you I love you I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Please forgive me.
3: Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I love you.
2: I love you. you.
1: I'm sorry.
4: I'm sorry.
1: Please forgive me.
2: Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you, Jonathan. Jonathan, I'm bawling my eyes out. Okay, you're welcome. I love That's you. Good. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you, guys. That was, that was beautiful.
2: Great.
3: Mm -hmm. And release is what we want. Release is how we need to do it. We need to let the tears roll. We need to let the energy roll. We need to let and allow ourselves to be who we are. Who we are is the most powerful, powerful individual that we are. And you are worth every little thing you've ever done in your life. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being in our lives. Every one of you are our treats. Thank you. And let's all put our arms out. Let's all give the people out there a wonderful worldwide hug. Do what you're supposed to do, what you can do to be more of who you are. One,
4: two, three.
3: Thank you. I think I'm going to faint. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. So yeah. all of you, have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week, and we'll maybe find out why we got locked out. They send us a response. So, I hope Yeah, that so. would be
1: It's yeah. interesting to find out what happened, actually, uh, yeah. with that. I think. So.
3: Thank you for all being brave enough to come back on and carry on the show. <laughs>
1: well, just so you know, I really enjoyed doing the Ho'oponopono. I thought it was great to lead in that, so thank you for having me do that, first of all, uh, asking for that Orpha. Uh, I mean, um, Patty,
4: uh, one uh,
1: Orpha today?
3: I don't know, she's been absent, I, I don't know if the kids have been sick
4: or what's happening,
1: so. <laughs> well, just sending thought my, my thought her way. Yep.
2: The Thank you. And Bruce's and brother Bruce. is out in front oh, of, of my house right now, cleaning his car windows with Windex. So now I still uh-huh. get to think of you after the call, Donathan. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan. Hey, Donathan. Donathan, Don- 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 that's Don- a new name. Donaldson, see, I am just <laughs> spinning in circles right now. All right, <laughs> I That's gotta go it. drink some lemon water. Hello, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right,
0: kids. Hello, I'm gonna turn off the recording.